Welcome back. Hour number two of the Bill Michaels Show. Boy, the first hour just flew by. Holy mackerel. On a Monday like this, man, just motored past us. Welcome in. Hour number two of the program. Good to have you on board today. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Adam Schefter saying that it is a very real possible scenario. Very real scenario. That uh, the Packers could trade away Aaron Rodgers. Um, first of all, um, th- th- for, let's let's set the stage here. This is what I, this is what Adam Schefter said on Saturday when uh, they were doing the NFL Live. This will be the third straight off season in which Aaron Rodgers' future is the subject of much speculation. But make no mistake, both sides are fully aware that a trade is a very real scenario this offseason for Aaron Rodgers. The Packers are expected to move on from certain players, which Aaron Rodgers probably will not like. The issue here will be the $110 million left on his contract and which team could afford it. But there is a real possibility that at some point this offseason, Aaron Rodgers is going to be traded. A very real possibility that somewhere this offseason, Aaron Rodgers could be traded. Uh, Don't believe it for a minute. Because there's just too much money if they trade him before June 1st. That would be crippling to this team. I just, I I don't see that. Unless the Packers basically say, Jordan Love is going to have one year to kind of get it together. The team, we're, we're going to just start the reload, rebuild, whatever you want to call it. One year down with however many more to go with Jordan Love and then this team is going to be somewhat financially crippled. I, I cannot see that being a scenario in which that happens. I just can't. Unless you get a boatload of draft picks. Here's the problem with that. Okay? And again, this goes, uh, you know, Gerard said, if the Titans offer two ones and twos, uh, I'd make the move. Um, If they would, I'd make the move too. That means somebody down there in the Titans organization is smoking some really heavy weed. That means they are all hitting the five mass skull bong. They are all there's like bags of funyuns all over the conference room table. They're just you know their the Kool Aid is flying everywhere, and the five mass skull bong is just billowing fumes, right? Because there's no way, there's no way. Why would anybody offer that for one year? For one, because for one, two max, just it's not going to happen. It's just I, I can't imagine. And oh, by the way, paying a, a good portion of that salary too. I, I just I can't imagine that anybody would give that much up for Aaron Rodgers. It just uh, it 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 won't happen. So there's a couple of things that, that to to you know kind of mull over here. Okay. One is he is owed a lot of money. I can't believe that he's going to go anywhere. The Packers are one going to trade him away before June first. Secondly, I the whole thing, the whole notion of well, things aren't good behind closed doors uh, between him and the front office. And I think there's being too much made of all of this. I really do. I I what what is so bad? That's what nobody can tell you. Well, why has he had it with the front office? Why is there contentious feelings with the front office? What? Who? Who? And nobody can tell you that. 
Did the Packers as an organization do something wrong? He basically had his own call when it came to the thumb. He gutted it out. He played. He played, you know, a few years back when he broke, you know, had a had a fracture of the knee just below the knee. I mean, this guy's tough. He's not a he's he's you know, this whole thing of injury prone. If you those words come out of your mouth, you're an idiot because he's played through everything. Now, he hasn't played well at times, but he's played through everything. He hasn't he's not he's not a game that's, you know, missing the, you know, missing games and such. But it has anything after he came into camp, has anything pissed him off since then? Because he's the guy. Aaron Rodgers is the guy that said, no, they've cleared a lot of the air. Everything's really good. So tell me what. Because you can go back to the Jordan Love thing and say, yeah, he's not happy with the front office. But since then, since then, everything's been great. They did what he wanted to do. They brought Cobb back. They paid Bakhtiari. They paid Elton Jenkins. They brought Devondre Campbell, paid that man, paid Preston Smith, paid Kenny Clark. You know, he didn't want him to get rid of rid of Devontae. They offered Devontae more money. Devontae, by that point in time, was like, dude, I'm out. You can't even give me a, 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 a clear answer yourself, Aaron, as to whether or not you're going to come back or you're not. Nobody knows what you're going to do in the future. I'm, a, I'm out for a gold jacket. I got to go. Plus my family, I want to take, you know, so I'm out. So they offered Devontae a lot more money. It wasn't their fault that they offered it later because they were waiting for Rodgers to make up his mind. So everything, this whole thing is being overblown about, oh, he's not happy. He's not happy. Unless he's just got this lingering anger and resentment for having Jordan Love be in that locker room. That's it. I, I can't imagine any other reason than that. If there's anything else there, I, we, we don't know about it. We don't know about it. Now, the only time this year that I ever saw a chink in the armor between uh, Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur, there were two specific times. One, when Rodgers yelled at LaFleur coming off the field, and LaFleur just kind of took it. And the second time was at the podium when asked about the play calling, Rodgers specifically said, I'm I, I'm not calling the plays. I like what they're calling, but I'm not calling the plays. In other words, don't blame me when you look at the play calling and the poor play calling down the stretch. Don't blame me. I like what he's calling, so I'm sticking up for my guy, but don't blame me for changing it at the line of scrimmage. That was it. That was Other than that, we didn't hear any other issues, right? So where is the bad blood? And and Rodgers kept alluding to the fact of the mutual, the mutual. If we they we mutually want to come back, if we mutually and we were kept we kept thinking, what are you talking about? Have the Packers said they don't want him back? Have they done anything? It's not like they went and paid Jordan Love fifty million bucks more than Rodgers or they, they didn't do anything. You know? If now, if the Packers look at this and go, Aaron, look, I know you want your guys here, but Come on, man. Come on, man. Mercedes Lewis, as much as we love him, you know, we need to upgrade the tight end position. Lazard, you keep talking about how great he is. You don't throw him the damn ball. We got to upgrade more at the, the wideout position. Defensively, we're going to get some more there. But we brought back Tom Clement. We brought back your guy. You chose Tom Clemens even. We brought him back. 
you know? So this whole thing about bad blood and, and doing it Aaron's way, no. They did it Aaron's way. They gave him everything he wanted. There's no reason to have, quote, bad blood at this point, which I think that's the reason this whole thing is kind of bogus, to be honest with you. I think it's kind of bogus. Scott says uh, Aaron Rodgers has never stated that he has bad blood with the organization. I don't know where this is coming from. Another Adam Schefter makeup. Uh, No, I'm not going to go as far as to say he's making it up. I wouldn't do that. I would never do that to a reporter because everybody has sources. And Schefter's got a lot. Uh, I'm sure there's something there. I'm sure he's heard something. But I just, I don't think it's to this level, you know? I, I just don't think it's like up here to where you say, you know, hey, Rogers is mad. You know, he's not coming back because of this. I don't think it's that. I think it's like he just, you know, they're doing everything. They're letting him go and make his own decisions and and off he runs. Uh, this is from Zachary, who says, uh, what do you think of them keeping Joe Barry? It looks like it's official. He's going to be back. Do you think Rodgers is pissed at that? No. Because you wh- – wh- wh- why in the world would Rodgers be mad at the defense? Seriously. For two big games, last year and this year, last year against the 49ers, this year against Detroit, the defense held their own. It was the offense that was inept. He, you know, if you're mad at the defense or the defensive coordinator, that means your own backyard better be pretty cleaned up. And it's not. It's not. Not happening. Uh, The tax man says, uh, I think Rogers is way too arrogant and way too into himself for him to be a good leader anymore. I don't know if it's arrogance, cockiness, whatever you want to call it. Um, it was interesting. Let me let me back up here for a second. Out of the four quarterbacks right now that are playing in this weekend's this coming weekend's games, and I'm including Brock Purdy, obviously. Uh, there's Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, and Patrick Mahomes. Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes are incredible quarterbacks because of all of the ability they have. They have the ability to throw. They have the ability to run. They have the ability to create. Okay? They have this dynamic one-off that only they can do. We can compare them to other quarterbacks, but they're just dynamic. They just have an ability. Brock Purdy is learning, but what Brock Purdy has done is I will just not wreck the game and work within the system. And I've got great players like Debo and Kittle and and such around me to where I can hand the ball off and let the run game do its thing with McCaffrey. I can get it to Debo. I can get it to Kittle. I've got enough weapons where just don't screw it up. And he's been successful that way. Joe Burrow, on the other hand, And I I thought this was interesting. I was listening to Dan Orlovsky this morning, and I think it was a great analysis because what does Joe Burrow do? Is he a better runner or something? No, not really. No. Does he become dynamic in some way, like crazy creative passes? No. But one of the things that he said, Orlovsky said, was Joe Burrow is the best quarterback 
in the National Football League. And I had to think about that for a minute. And then he said, because he's the best at being a quarterback. He's not a running quarterback. He's not this deep downfield guy consistently. It's He just makes the right throws and the right play and the right read at the right time. And whatever you give him, he's taking. And it's made him great. Out of all the quarterbacks, I'm thinking this weekend, is Aaron Rodgers better than any of them? Is Aaron Rodgers better than any of them? A couple of years ago, you'd say absolutely. But Joe Burrow is more Tom Brady-esque. He's not dynamic in a lot of different ways, but he's just a damn good quarterback. He's a good guy at being a quarterback. Rodgers isn't that. He doesn't he he forces things a lot of the time because he can because he's done it in the past. But can he adapt to being the best quarterback? Is he better than Patrick Mahomes? No. Is he better than Jalen Hurts? No. He's not a better runner or more dynamic in that sense. Is he better than Brock Purdy? Yeah. But Brock Purdy has the number 1 defense overall around him and he's also got some incredible weapons. So Rodgers is better than one of the three. The difference between Rodgers and Purdy is Purdy is just what Shanahan says, let's just run it this way, we'll do it this way. You know? That's what Purdy's excelled at, is just just go run the offense. Just go run it. Take what the defense gives you and just go run it. Just let let get it to your playmakers and let them make plays. Well, one, I don't think the Packers have enough playmakers. They don't have a dynamic tight end. They've got a decent run game. And they've got one player in Christian Watson who is starting to come on, but you don't know what his ceiling is. And you don't know how much more dynamic he's going to get. You don't know if he's going to develop into this incredible downfield Jamar Chase type of guy, this Randy Moss type of guy, or if he's this is what he is. You don't know. So Purdy has more weapons around them. So that's why I keep saying, if you run it back with this same group of guys, you're not winning anything. You're not going to win anything. And I'm not going to put it on the defense. You're just not going to win anything because the quarterback alone is not good enough now to get you over the hump all by himself anymore. I'm going to open up the phone line, see if you agree. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Again, 877-867-1670. You want to email the program, you can do it, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. You can find us over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, at uh, Ben Z. Kenny as well. And you can chime in on the Bud Light live stream, uh, which we got a lot of people chiming in on. Stay tuned. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Lux Golf Bays down in Franklin. And they are heated. They're nice. I got a nice picture from my buddy Mark who uh, went down there over the weekend. He said a little golf before football. And a nice picture of him and his kids as they went and were hitting the balls in the Lux Golf Bays. He said it was pretty warm. It's like you're being cooked. And he said it's kind of nice that way. Uh, but uh, Lux, L-U-X-E, LuxGolfBays.com. That is LuxGolfBays.com. Check it out. Make an appointment. 
Make a reservation, reserve a space. They have food. They have a bar there. Uh, go down and they got TVs up above. You can watch games if you choose to go at night or during the day for a lunch break or take a corporate outing, a group of friends, whatever it happens to be. You can even play in kind of your own little league down there if you choose to do so. Lux, L-U-X-E, LuxGolfBase.com, down in Franklin, Wisconsin. Again, LuxGolfBase.com. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. It's coming. I am. Uh, I'm extremely excited about this, and I can't wait. I was over there the other day, and boy, it looks like a train wreck. But they always say you got to tear it down to build it back up. But uh, Stanny's Lake Country is coming early, uh, early, well, mid spring, early summer, and uh, really, I can't wait. I was over at the old Boomers uh, the other day, and I saw the new Stenny sign up, and the trees have been cut down, the parking lot's getting cleaned up, the inside's been completely gutted down to the studs, and then they're going to build it all back up again. But uh, you're going to have Stenny's Lake Country, and obviously, what I've always said is the cheers of Milwaukee is Stenny's on uh, Second and National in the uh, Walker's Point area, downtown Milwaukee. That is the place to go. That's talking about sports bar and just a fun place, eclectic in general. That's our friends at Stenny's, as they say, you should be here, the home of the world-famous Bloody Marys that win awards everywhere they go, best wings, Bill Michaels garlic cheese bread, and just good food on the daily. Good food on the daily. So check out our friends at Stenny's. Uh, Stenny's, second to National Walker's Point. As they say, you should be here. That's our friends at Stenny's. Ian Rappaport was just on with uh, Pat McAfee. And this is what Ian Rappaport had to say. He now chimes in on the possibility of Aaron Rodgers and the uh, Packers parting ways. Yes, it is a real possibility. Could mean a lot of things. What does it mean to you? I mean, it's not an impossibility. Hmm. Oh, Real possibility. Whoa, okay. Impossibility. So here's the thing about Rodgers being traded. Because of the way his contract is structured, it, a trade is possible. It's it's like you can do it financially. You can come up with the compensation. I think Green Bay likes what they have in Jordan Love. So, like, if they got the right package, I think they could do a deal. It would be $60 million for one season somebody would pay him. That is what he's on the books for cash next year. So if you trade for – let's say you're the Jets. Let's say you're the Jets and you're like, all right, I'm going to – we're going to go all in. We're trading for Aaron Rodgers. You're going to be trading for a quarterback you're giving up a first-rounder for, I'm sure, probably more, and pay $60 million, which would be by far the highest-paid quarterback. So situation. So there you go. It's not easy. For those that say, oh, I just trade him away, you can't. You can't, it, it just, you understand financially what you're doing to your football team because all of your decisions are then based strictly upon finance as to who to keep and who to come. I mean, if you do that, if you figure you're going to trade Rodgers, you're, you're cutting ties with a lot of dudes. You're not, you're not restructuring a lot of stuff. It ain't happening. Bakhtiari, gone. Aaron Jones, possibly, gone. Big Dog, gone. I mean, anybody with a contract coming up that's going to make any kind of money at all, 
gone. Amos gone. I mean, you're you're going to be really trimming the fat off of this team and just basically not completely rebuilding, but you're going to be you're going to be bereft of talent at least for a year, at least for a year. So it's not that easy to just tear it all up and say, "Well, we're trading them." Talk to you later. Sixty million bucks. So when everybody else is starting out at two hundred and twenty million or whatever the the cap is going to be, uh, you're starting out at one hundred and sixty or one hundred and eighty. You know, depending on where that cap uh, you know is going to fall. Usually by now, uh, the NFL gives you the the number, and they really they really haven't. Um. I know there's been a lot of teams that have talked about where the where the possibility for the 2023 is going to be. They believe it's going to be like 225-ish, maybe 226, 228, somewhere in there, you know, something like that. Uh, but if you get 60 million of that ripped right out of your hands, <laughs> you're starting behind the eight ball, you know. So, and you're gonna already gonna have a half a million bucks um, in some dead cap money and some rollover money, but uh, the way the Packers are starting out right now, the estimate was anywhere between five and fifteen million over the cap is where they're at for some of the contracts they have to have to kind of renew. So, and then when you start to look at some of the guys that could possibly leave and where those contracts could end up, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Rogers, as we all know, he's going to have 40, uh, 31 million against the cap, 40, 59 on, on, on out. Um, Jordan Love, they got a decision to make. Uh, A.J. Dillon, coming into his last year, they're going to have to make a decision. What do they want to do there? Aaron Jones is going to cost you 20 million against the cap this year. And then, you know, 16 after that. And could they adjust that or cut them loose? Um, Randall Cobb's an unrestricted free agent. Lazard's an unrestricted free agent. And Lazard, they're estimating Lazard could get almost $11 million a year. You're not going to pay Lazard that. You're not going to do that. Tanyan's an unrestricted free agent. Mercedes Lewis. Tyler Davis is restricted, but he's most likely gone. Yash Nyman. How much did he earn? How much can you afford to pay on that offensive line? That's why you're really hoping Sean Ryan would have stepped up. Zach Tom, in essence, is going to have that job. But Josh Nyman most likely going to be gone. Dean Lowry. Jerron Reed. Justin Hollins. Those guys. Um, so you're, you're, you're going to have some, some guys are going to be changing up. Changing up coming up. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, please feel free. Um, give us a, give us a buzz. Um, but that's what they're saying. It's going to be about $60 million, um total by the time you talk salary and then signing bonus and such. Uh, Watcher said if they could split that both ways, it wouldn't be that bad, but you can't do that. When it comes to... Um, when it comes to signing bonus and that upfront money, that is paid by the team that signed him. The salary you can change out, you could trade out, but uh, the, the actual signing bonus and the guaranteed money, you cannot. And FYI. 
877-867-1670. Find us. I uh, got a lot of emails to get to as well. Um, this is our buddy Steve says, uh, good, good, great divisional weekend. I got all four games right. I also called uh, John Rahm's win for Ben yesterday. Ben, yes, he did, did you realize that? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I did not realize it in the moment. There's another big storyline there that if I go through, nobody will care. But looking back, he did call it. So kudos. Yeah. Congratulations. He's playing yeah, good golf, said, man. Well, right. He said my MVPs for each winning team were uh, KC and slash Chad Henney when he came in from Mahomes and drove them 98 yards for a score. That was, in my mind, the key possession of the game. And if Jacksonville gets a stop there and goes in for a score, that may have been the big game changer. Phil, Philadelphia, obviously, Jay, Jalen Hurts, smooth passer, great game manager, Cincinnati, hands down. Cincinnati's offensive line. Everybody thought they were going to get manhandled, but uh, they are the ones that manhandled the Bills. I, I'll tell you this. When they lost Von Miller, did you see the numbers after Von Miller went down? Um, Buffalo became, defensively speaking, became somewhat of a shell of themselves. The before and after with Von Miller and without Von Miller, and maybe that's something I should have delved a little bit deeper into. I just know what I saw against Baltimore, and that offensive line of Cincinnati just wasn't very good. So kudos to their line coaches for getting them ready, and kudos for the job they did. Uh, and I thought Tony Romo had a terrific point. He said, look, when you bring in young guys, guys that haven't made starts and such, and these big guys on the offensive line, they're usually bigger than defensive linemen, usually bigger. So if you can just run the ball and get them into a rhythm and let them use their size and beef, then you're so much better off. Their center had a had, was manhandled, uh, Cincinnati's was, but he did enough. If you've noticed, numerous times he got pushed back into the pocket, but he just stayed in front of his guy. He didn't allow the pocket to become really uh, collapsible. He, but he, he, you know, he had a, he had a tough time in the middle of that uh, middle of that offense with the middle of the defensive line of the Buffalo Bills. But uh, even he, who had such a struggle, uh, looked good. So kudos to them. You're absolutely right for being able to, uh, you know, handle what uh, Buffalo was bringing up the middle, you know, with the guys like, uh, you know, Daquan Jones and Ed Oliver and such because he did a he did a solid job. He also said, San Francisco, I hate to bash Mike McCarthy, but his clock management again, the play calling for the game for the 49ers. See, wait a minute. I'm not bashing Mike McCarthy for the play calling uh, because he wasn't he wasn't being given credit for it all season long. He had given up the play calling. It was just going to go back to being an offensive coordinator calling the plays, and Mike was going to – now, the game manager, absolutely. But the play calling, you can't blame him for the play calling if you don't give him the credit for the play calling. A week ago, when Dak Prescott looked like a god, everybody was given offensive coordinator all the all the credit in the world that it wasn't Mike McCarthy. It wasn't because McCarthy was doing anything wrong or doing anything right. It was all of a sudden because Kellen Moore was just this guru – this guy that was calling such an incredible game. So I'm not going to then take it away from Mike and say, oh, by the way, Mike, you suck. Uh, San Francisco-Philly matchup, heavyweight fight, the Eagles' high-powered offense versus the 49ers' defense. That's going to be fantastic. And KC and Cincinnati, the uh, matchup intrigues me. Obviously, uh, Mahomes, Joe Cool, blah, blah, blah. There you go. That's our buddy Steve in Richfield. Steve, appreciate the email. Ben, early, uh, early thoughts on the game between the number one defense in the National Football League going up against your uh, Philadelphia Eagles? I mean, after what we saw this weekend, it's hard not to feel good. And even with the Niners offense kind of sputtering against the Cowboys, I mean, I'm concerned the line is close. I think it's a coin flip because the Niners are a really good team. 
I don't think the Eagles can play as well as they played this weekend, but I, I think it all comes down to Brock Purdy where Shanahan could kind of hide him at home in that environment. And then he made some plays, but I wonder on the road on a scale like this against a great defense, how he mm-hmm. reacts. So I feel good. I not as frankly, I was more concerned about the giants, but that was because of the track record that the Eagles had actually shown. I, uh, I believe the, uh, the weather uh, is, I don't know if it's going to play into this or not, but I believe the weather is going to be about mid thirties. If I'm not mistaken, in Philadelphia coming up uh, this weekend? Yeah, sources tell me it's not too bad out there. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's going to be awful. It looks like, uh, um, actually, it could go up. Yeah, Philadelphia is 38 degrees now. They say on Sunday, mostly cloudy, and it could be with a high of 50, according to AccuWeather. Now, that's different from what they have in the AccuWeather forecast on uh, ESPN, but I'm looking at the AccuWeather for Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, coming up this weekend. 50 degrees, 41 for the low, mostly cloudy, 21% chance of rain during the game. So I, it's going to be more like San Francisco weather than it is Philadelphia this time of year weather. But who knows? Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, Cheddarball says Eagles are fortunate to get the 49ers at home. Uh, John says, I thought the Cowboys played above their pay grade yesterday. Absent the turnovers, they may win that game, and I think the Niners are still the better team. Um, uh, Watcher says that Dallas has a history of throwing interceptions in games. Uh, I, let's just say Dak Prescott does. Dak, Dak Prescott does. I have never been a big believer in Dak Prescott. I've said it at the beginning of the show. I opened the show with it. Uh, there's some people that have made me look really smart in my life. One has been Aaron Rodgers. Two has been Dak Prescott. I said when they paid Dak, hey, you're done. You're never going to win a championship with that guy. He doesn't have it. He just doesn't have that medal in him. And I know there were a lot of people that got on me for that, but I, I'm still <laughs> I'm still uh, basking in the glow. That, uh, another season has gone by, and Dak Prescott – can't win. Can't win at all. Matt says, uh, I think the Packers would be crazy to trade Aaron Rodgers, give it one more shot, and then after this upcoming season, go ahead and cut ties with him. Uh, Scott says, uh, thankfully, the idiots that continually call for Aaron Rodgers to be traded aren't the ones making the decisions. It would financially cripple the team, and they would be without playmakers for the next couple of years, not to mention a free agent who is going to want to come here and play with an unproven Jordan Love. Let Rodgers walk out one more time off of the field at Lambeau Field, hopefully with a victory, and give it one more shot. That's from, uh, that's from Scott. Scott, appreciate the email. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. we got more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.